Hello, and welcome to Ready and Newman's Daily Podcast, your go-to place for common questions about immigration to the United States. Ready and Newman is a team of experienced business immigration attorneys who handle a host of visa categories and complex immigration cases. This podcast will provide an insight into our daily free conference calls hosted by our attorneys, as well as discussions on hot immigration topics. Please note that information provided is not to be construed as legal advice for your specific situation and does not constitute an engagement with Ready & Newman PC or establish an attorney-client relationship. For specific advice on your situation, please contact an attorney. Here's your host. Hi, this is Rahul Rudy. Today is uh, May 22nd. The time is about 5.30 a.m. p.m. Uh, I'm sorry, 3.30 p.m. Radio has been conducting Zoom or conference call for the past 11 years. If you have any questions, fill the Google sheet that we are giving. And if you're a newcomer, please let us know. Go ahead. Rakesh. Rakesh ji. Can you please unmute yourself? Hello. Can you guys hear me? Yes. Yes, Rakesh, go ahead. Yeah, so my H1 got picked in 2021 and... Uh, yeah, there are two ways you can try to get the H1B approval copy faster though. Um, one, you can file an amendment for the H1B and do the premium processing, that's one thing. The other thing is that something called freedom of information. You can file a freedom of information. Sometimes they give the H1B approval. Sometimes, not all the time. But if you want it urgently, faster, the best thing definitely is to file an amendment. Now you can ask the question, what amendment am I filing? Because I'm working the same job, same location, same end client, everything is same. Well, what if you were making uh, $100,000 previously per year? And now if the company wants to increase its salary by about $5, you can file an amendment saying the salary is going to be $100,000 and $5 per year. Now, do you need to file this amendment? You don't. But we're just making it up only to get the approval faster. Okay. And uh, uh, so one more question is when there are, uh, when I don't have the approval notice, can I transfer without that? Or is it possible to transfer? do Do you have the receipt notice? Yes. Yeah, you can. You can. You can file up for information and with the receipt notice, okay, and mm-hmm. with the receipt notice, you request the USCIS, look, I don't have the original H1B approval. Here is the uh, uh, receipt notice and look out the online status that says it's approved and you can request it. Okay. And will there be any difficulty uh, for if I want to go to India? With this company or when you change to a different company? with the same company i would recommend to get the h1b approval even after the sources that i told you before you go to the next, uh, to india next person please okay, Rana. thank you yes can you hear me yes someone go ahead yeah so a uh, quick question my brother got stuck in india uh, it's a full-time position he got laid off uh, but he has his h1b stamping done with the company uh, but you know that company has laid him off so mm-hmm. can he transfer to a different company? And, you know, uh, one of the companies said, like, you know, we can transfer your visa, but with the transfer receipt, can he, you know, uh, travel? Uh, I mean, receipt no. or approval? With the receipt. No, sir. 
He cannot, he cannot travel with the receipt. He has to wait until approval comes in. Okay, makes sense. Balaji. Next person, please. Okay, all right. Hello, Mr. Reddy. My name is Balaji. I have my green card EAD. I-485 was filed seven months ago. I'm waiting for my final action date to become current for my priority date. Uh, mm -hmm. I am relocating from Seattle to East Coast. Same firm, same job. My firm says, as my underlying green card application is for Seattle, they won't be restarting the green card process since I'm close to the finish line. They recommend mm -hmm. that I relocate and work in Seattle for at least six months after my green card is approved to remain compliant with the original filing. My question is, can my firm do anything when my final action date becomes current that might sabotage my green card application if my situation then doesn't allow me to relocate? Why doesn't your situation allow you to re relocate? Why can't you just think that you're going to relocate and shut your mouth up? Okay, and just tell them I'm okay to relocate and move forward with the relocation now? That is the absolute truth, is it right? Okay, okay, got it. And once my green card is approved and my firm cannot force me and say, you have to relocate now, right? They won't force you, believe me, they won't force you. You're unnecessarily bothering about it and you're unnecessarily opening your mouth too much. That's all I can tell you. That's exactly what okay. my wife says. Thank you. <laughs> Okay, sorry about that. I had to use some bad words sometimes to get. No worries. No, no worries. Thank you. Next person, please. Hi, Rahul. Good, good afternoon. So my question mm -hmm. is, um, my wife has a, a lawyer, um, and she need to respond it by May thirty. Um, so she got her H one approved while this lawyer case is pending. She is right now in India, so uh, she has her passport and stamped everything good. So can she travel uh, to USA? She has, a, she, she has a, she has a, she has a, what stamping is available for her right now to come into United States? H-1B? No, she should not come in H-1B. Um, this is an internal project and we, Vibo, we know what that is. Okay. Uh, what internal project is and these companies they keep making money on people like you and then they will run away to India when there is any prosecution she should not and I am a bit worried what about multiple filings she did only internal project or multiple filings uh, this was uh, in 2022 last year she got her H1 approved you didn't answer my question did she file multiple H1Bs yeah she did file multiple H1Bs Oh, I, she should but, apply the H-4 visa, but I don't know if you're going to hit with misrepresentation. If that happens, so she's permanently barred. Uh, if not, she probably can come on H-4. So you, it's not recommended to come on H-1 while Noir is pending? Absolutely not, not recommended at all. So Next if, person, please. So go ahead. So my question is, uh, so she... Uh, USCIS has issued Noir and she went for interview like three days ago and it was approved. Will the visa officer not aware of Noir case? Uh, how did he approve the visa? He might have given you just... Don't, you don't want to risk your wife coming into United States. Okay? Um, you don't want to risk your wife coming to United States. Uh, and see if the officer is aware or not. Because when the CPP officer looks into it, 
If that guy gets aware, she will be detained at the airport for a couple of days, and then she will be sent back in the flight. You don't want to take the risk. You got it? So wait for H4 and then come on H4 and make sure the H4, NOIR is resolved. That's right. And we know how the NOIR is going to be get resolved. Do you have a doubt about it? Uh, yeah, actually, they, her employer is working with uh, attorney to respond it by May 30. So yeah, the, have... there are a couple of attorneys that are going to go to jail right now. Even for internal project? Yeah. Okay. We, we know what that internal project is, don't we, Vibo? Yeah. What is that we know? Yes. So there is a project, but... Uh-huh. Uh -huh. uh -huh. Come on, buddy. Okay. Come on. Next person, please. Harika. That's what... Hey, hi, Harika. Hey, hi, Rahul. Good afternoon. Um, okay. So, just now my husband spoke about my case regarding the lawyer. Oh, okay. Um, that's fine. Next person, please. Uh, yeah, that's fine. That's uh, fine. I, you, have any, you have any more questions? That's right. Uh, I have a question. So, I'm working uh, for an end client currently and I'm not on the internal project. That's not the question here. The first H-1B which has been counted in the lottery is a fraudulent H-1B. So, all subsequent... H1Bs are based on the first H1B. If the first one is fraudulent, all H1Bs are gone. Okay. Okay. Next person, please. Hello. If you want, you may consult me privately, guys. I will describe you how the things will work, but don't risk yourself coming on H1B. Um, I, don't, I mentioned my question in the Word doc. Okay. I, I just uh, want to understand the transition process. Uh, on the HBO for company, while marriage based additional status for pre is pending, I've recently sent a notice and yet to receive my EAD card in hand. Expecting, okay, I'm thinking to get a second job based on EAD with a new company. What will happen to the H1B? Can I change it to, yeah, then you are essentially changing it to the uh, GC based EAD. Should I inform my current employer? It's up to you whether you want to inform him. So, will my H1B status be still valid or uh, as soon as I take up a new job with my, you know, EAD card, will it naturally move to a new status? It will naturally move to a new status, technically speaking about, okay? Okay. Next person, okay. please. Thanks. Some people don't inform the first employer only so that, you know, they will get alert. Oh, this guy is working for two jobs. So, it's up to you if you want to inform them or not. Yeah. Uh, hi Rahul, this is Neha. Uh, good afternoon. So Neha, no, I have, uh, yeah, I have you were sent, being laid uh, off from my current job, but got offers from two companies. Yeah, uh, they filed. Company A received receipt, but Company B is still in the process of filing. Doing. I need to go to India due to family emergency. Come on, if I enter USA on Company A's seven nine seven, I do not recommend that you enter on seven nine seven, ma'am. You get approval and enter. So you mean to say stamping, the stamping? Do you already have a stamping with previous company? Yeah, I have the, like where I have laid off, I have the stamping till 20. Uh, this is you, the, don't need to, you, you don't need to get the stamping, but you need to have the H1 approval. Yes, so soft copy, it will be there uh, uh, because they have filed in premium. So I'm, I'm uh, assuming but it will, will be there. So, but will you be working at the time when you're entering into the country though? 
No, no. I will only start after entering into US. My start date will be somewhere in June. Uh, oh, your June. start date will be. Uh, I would not, I would I would recommend you start working for the company and then go, ma'am. Start company for the uh, company and then go India. Then go. That's right, ma'am. Like, is there any issue? I there are a couple of friends yeah. of mine who has done this. I, I here, here is a question, Neha. Mm -hmm. This is exactly what happened with the duplicate filings. Remember, Neha? Nobody, mm -hmm. we were telling not to do it, not to do it. People did it, and they told us to, they told us we are wrong in everything. Now, in your case, mm -hmm. though, if if I if you are going to ask me whether it's legal or illegal to enter into like that, the way you are speaking about, it's it's mm -hmm. perfectly legal. I'm not telling you it's illegal though, mm -hmm. like the duplicate filings. I'm not telling. But the question is, when the CBP, when you don't have an approval with company A, okay, you only have a receipt notice. Uh, you when you uh, sorry, when you have an approval, but you mm -hmm. did not start working for them, and you don't intend to start working from them, and after you enter into the United States, they may know it that you may not want to work with this company A, and they may deny your entry to come into the United States. How would they know? Maybe you chatted with your husband or boyfriend and they have a communication with that, about that. And now at the entry, you're telling that mm -hmm. you want to work for this company. Mm -hmm. So I don't want to take the risk, ma'am. So, so one more question. Then can I wait like in India for company B to uh, completely get uh, the, the oh, approval? Yeah. Get Yeah, you can get the company B797B which doesn't okay. have a 994 approval. And then okay. you can come on company BSH1B approval. I don't see any problem in it. Okay, that I can sure, Yeah, as yeah. long as you're sure you're going to work for company B. Next person, please. Right. And if I, one last question, Rahul, sorry. If I join and resign, will that be an issue? Like resign in a, uh, two weeks or three weeks time, company I, A? I, I'm not worried about joining and resigning. I'm just worried about you traveling in the interim period. That was worries me. If you just mm -hmm. join and you stay in mm -hmm. the country, you join and leave the company, I don't see any problem anywhere. Okay? Next person. Okay. Uh, hi. Um, I, I, don't, uh, I got my... So, uh, Mr. Raj Reddy, one second. Is the newcomer... Is, is that... Uh, sorry. Uh, is the company that filed the H-1B in 2021, is it, a, is it a CAP exempt company or is it a CAP subject company? Well, that's the question you're asking. So the main thing is that, is it a for, what's a company's name? Is it a for-profit company or non-profit company? No, it is, it is a real estate investment firm uh, and they filed an H-1 for me while I was still in school. Now I got out of school, uh, but they did not have an, a job. I graduated, so they the H1. Uh, now I'm on uh, OPT, STEM OPT. I was wondering if I can still go back and use the same uh, H1, which was approved based on my bachelor's in India. And when they applied the H1B, did they apply the change of status or the council processing? Yeah, so there was a uh, it was change of status. And it uh, so it, it so happened that I was automatically to H1. And then uh, I, I out to my did, 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 you say, did you did you did you did you say change of status is approved or not? 
it was approved but uh, they asked they withdrew the application back in september or something then uscis so you mean to say that they withdraw the application within the same year in 2021 itself um that is uh, in 2020 itself they have withdrawn it before october 1st is right yes yeah technically you're not counted toward the h1b number if they have withdrawn it before october 1st because then, if, if if that would have happened though if that would have happened though you would have actually got kicked out of the student visa at that time yeah i was actually visa for a brief moment i was in number and in this somehow i can't i can't i can't i can't hear you but if if they have withdrawn before october 1st you're not counted toward the h1b number next person please i can't hear you for some reason rohini uh, hi rahul i actually filled this question on google sheet uh, i have i wish with my current related to the location i'm on l1a right now and looking for a job change i have an h1b petition in the past which is expired and not stamped can i utilize it for the job change no because it's not been for you to be counted toward the h1b number rohini you must mm-hmm. have had the h1b approval and after that either it must have been approved with the i94 and for at least one date validity okay that means october 1st validity or it must have been stamped in the passport neither of those things happened to you since neither of those things happened to you technically speaking about uh technically speaking about um, uh you're not counted towards h1 b number you will have to go through the lottery system again uh, okay. uh, need, uh go ahead i actually have the petition with me although it is expired though but uh, as you matter. mentioned like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. okay and 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 if they are going to file for eb1c category ma'am rohini mm-hmm. i that's worth 5 million dollars for you Okay. Okay. Thank you. That's at least the so I I would not move out of that company. I would get the EB1C I140 approval uh and I would wait until the green card comes in and you can't understand what I'm telling you right now. Uh you will understand it at a later date but I'm speaking about 5 million it's not even 5 it's your entire life saving. Okay. That you got, can got it. Imagine. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. okay just a uh, follow up question on that uh, a- a- any like how long will it take to get an gc on eb1 at the present date any idea on that rahul uh, anywhere between 2 years to 5 years is a typical time right now okay, okay so the best option is to choose in the same company instead of going to yes. other one right absolutely if you are getting an eb1c you need to get rid of me in your life as soon as possible okay and if if you are not going to choose to go in 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 eb1c category no other company can file in eb1c category except the company that you already worked with uh, in india for at least one year okay so the other option of getting the green card is you absolutely will not get the green card in your life then if everything remains as it is next person please but think what i told very seriously you won't understand it right now it is going to be very costly if you leave roini next person please kritika hello uh so i had a question on um 
I'm currently on the G GC and EAD track right now, um, but I'm worried about one application. Um, I have the I-864 uh, form um, submitted for my dad, who is an H-1B candidate, but he has been working for 10 years. And um, due to this, I think the IRS system classifies him as a resident, like a domicile resident of uh, United States. So I was worried, I'm just confused if um, he's eligible to be a financial sponsor for me in this process. What, and what is a financial sponsor for? So for I-864, since I'm in the track I, of- Ma'am, are you in the 485 EAD? I mean, how did you get the 485 EAD? Who filed I, not, for you? I, I didn't get it yet. I'm going to submit all of the forms at the same time, but I was just worried about the... On what I, basis you're going to file for EAD? Oh, because uh, through relative, because I, I I got married recently to a citizen, so I was... Got the point, got the point, got the point. That's the fun. Uh, I would not recommend your, uh, your dad files the I-864. Uh, I, I did not... Uh, I do not submit that he he files an I-864. Even though he's classified as a resident in the IR, IRS, he's not a resident according to the USCIS. Mm -hmm. Okay? So it would not be... This is, uh, this is a USCIS form. So it would be illegible for him to act as a financial sponsor for me? I said no, he should not. Okay. Thank you. Next person, please. Hello. Hi, Rahul. Uh, good afternoon. Um, thanks for taking my question. It's, I have an AYS at 485485J filed by my employer in November 2020, and I-140 was already approved. I have an EADA pending. Okay, sounds good. I was laid off last week by employer. Does my GC impact you to the layout? If so, can I protect my AOS? Uh, no, your EAD is not, it has no link with the layoff though. But you need to find a job ASAP should not have any gaps in the employment term. Uh, there is something okay. called self-employment or you can find some job offer. There are different things that you need to do. You need uh -huh. to do those things. Uh, otherwise your green card is in danger, but you, your ear is not in danger. Okay, so so even though the supplement J was filed by the employer, uh, the same employer that laid me off, you're saying I'm uh, still my AOS is in danger because uh, I was laid off. <laughs> Mm -hmm. That's okay. right. Even the supplement J is formed. If you, uh, if you, uh, even the supplement uh, it, it, J is formed. If you lose the job, you are in danger of getting the green card. Okay. So does the USCIS? Okay. So does the USCIS check with the employer uh, again? Like because the supplement no, J. No, they will. They, they will sometimes ask. In the employment in the 485, they will ask uh -huh. you in the 485 application, they will ask you in the past five years where were you employed at? And you have mm -hmm. to give them. And then if there is any gap, they may just deny your 485 application. Okay. So Rahul, that would come as an RFE? Uh, uh, it could come in an RFE or it could come as an interview for the 485. I see. Okay. And uh, one more question, Rahul. Uh, my brother has a S Corp. So can I be working for his company? Uh, is and and what's a bona fide job offer? Because I heard like it has to be a bona fide job offer, and in the similar category, for me to not um, um, jeopardize my 
it's it's i would um yeah uh, you may want to consult a lawyer privately though but one thing i can tell you this though in this mm -hmm. one minute call that i'm speaking with your two minutes call is that it's better to have a job offer from your brother mm -hmm. rather than not having anything at all that's no person to it, it it may benefit you very good chance it may not benefit you because when they ask the employment history they may not ask who owns this company b that you're working for only one or two months or three months okay so they may not ask those questions um so that's the reason why it's better to have a job offer from your employer next person please Sorry, uh, yeah, yeah this is for me so uh hey Rahul. So I, my wife is in India. She has a H-4 visa stamped. Uh, when I was with my previous employer, uh, she used that H-1 to uh, get the stamp for H-4. So she would like to visit me for a month. Uh, so I'm trying to understand. Uh, she works full time in India. So does she have to get like, can she come in on the H-4 from my previous employer is the first question. Absolutely not a problem. She can come. Okay. You are still on H-1B with a different company right now, is it right? Yes, I am. Yeah, go ahead. And and uh, she's a full-time employee in India, so does she need to get like a leave of approval or something from her manager or something to? I don't here? know what the. Uh, no, not as far as the USA is concerned. We don't care whether she gets a leave or it doesn't matter. But she cannot work here in the United States. That's all it is. Right. Yeah. Okay. Got that. Yeah. Cool. Thank you. That's my question. Next person, please. Uh, hey Rahul, this is Revati. So currently I'm on H-1B visa. So I'm going to travel from India on an EAD-AP. So if I don't get an EAD-AP approval before expiration date, will I go like out of status or lose my job? Or uh, what, what happens if I don't get the EAD-AP before it expires? When are you planning to travel though? I'm I'm in India right now. I came to India, so I'm um, I did not go for visa interview. I'm planning to go to yeah, US okay, on EAD. Yeah, absolutely, that's not a problem. You come here, you apply for the extension, and if the extension is not approved by October 2024, you can still work up to 540 days after the extension is is a validity is over. Oh, got it, got it. Okay, and uh, one more question. So, if in case if it gets denied, right, like when the ex the EADAP extension gets denied, um, can I use my old EADAP for travel, or should I go for stamping? What is my option if my EADAP gets denied? I, I cannot imagine anything that will get denied. I don't know. Okay. And actually, my spouse is actually the primary applicant for the I-485. Uh -huh. What? Um, so is there like any chances of his of 485 getting denied or anything like that? Or well, there's always a chance, but normally the chances are very less. Unless I, you have to speak with me, what are the probabilities? Typically, the denials of 485 is like less than one person to two person, I would say. Um, so, and in and a lot of those people that two percent of people that get denied, we can predict them, especially if they have a domestic violence or some major crime, not minor crime, speaking of domestic violence or something like that. Um, but otherwise, it's, it's I can't imagine the denial, ma'am. Next person, please. Okay, okay, yeah, thank you. 
Um, hi, Rahul. Uh, it's me. So, uh, my ring, um, my ring statement got approved last week on Thursday, but mm -hmm. the school district had has helped me to file the H1B on Wednesday. So they they filed the H1B on consular processing first, and the next day, my, I, I received the notice. My my ring statement got approved. So, do you recommend I should stay with the consular processing, or we should? Refile the H1B application with the change of status update. Because okay. if they file the consular processing, then you have to go to India, you have to go to China to get the stamping. I would, since your reinstatement is already approved, though, I would refile the H1B with the change of status. Got it. And for the uh, change of status, does my past day one CBT uh, experience or the other status issue going to influence my? We have we have seen the day one day one CPTs getting in uh, getting denied for the change of status. Um, previously, though, we haven't seen them recently, especially after the Biden administration came in. It took about it's you know seven or eight months after they settled in. We haven't seen any denial for the day one CPT yet. Okay, what about the other status? Does that influence if they questioning my maintain of status? Is that other status they're gonna question? Oh, what about this two months after status? Do I need oh, to? Oh, that's the, the the two months out of status. You already you already were been reinstated. Once you're reinstated, the question is: from the time of reinstatement, did you violate the status? Oh, sorry. From the reinstatement, did I? Right, violate the status. Is like what? What do you mean that? What is the date before uh, starting from the reinstatement? Is like the time I submit the material? No, the time you got the reinstatement approved. That is past oh. one week. From that time, are you continuously going to the school or not? Will be the question. Oh. Not before that. Okay, it's like after my reinstatement get approved, am I re yes. maintain my student status? That's right. If you okay, do, then you will get. Then you will get the change of status approved. Okay. Okay. The, we will not look into previously did you violated the status because you already been excused for reinstatement. Got by it. reinstatement. Okay. Okay. And if my change of status get approved, can I go back to China to travel or I should wait until I start working? Everything is good and then yes. No, only after you start working and everything is good, then you go for stamping. Don't immediately go, okay? Okay, and uh, since my background is clear, when I go stamping, can I go Mexico, Canada, or I should go back to China as, as they say? China, China would be because you got a reinstatement. Okay, okay, got it. Thank Next you, Prasad. Hi, Rahul, uh, this is Prasad, good afternoon. I have a question like, you know, I have applied for AOS 765 renewal, uh, and I got the receipt last week where I found that, you know, my first name was one of the letter is missing. Uh, even I cross-checked with my application, it was uh, by mistake done by me. And I spoke to USCSA Taiwan uh, support today. And they have told me that, you know, they're going to create a service request. And uh, a request what's, your for question? I got, what's your question for me, Prasad? Like, uh, uh, is it the right process to approach the USAS to correct my application? That's fine. That's fine. If they don't correct issue a 765 approval also, it's not a big deal, okay? You can still use okay. that EAD. It's okay. not going to create okay. much problem for you. Okay, okay. Okay, thank you. Thank you, Rahul. Okay.
thank you guys for coming. It's about four o'clock. Uh, the next conference call will be tomorrow at 11.30. Sorry, I couldn't answer all the questions for you guys. Thank you for listening to Ready and Newman Daily Podcast. We sincerely hope that you've taken something valuable out of it. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. For more information or if you want to make an appointment, check out our websites, rnlawgroup.com and immigrationgirl.com. Have an awesome day.